0: It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hey, my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well. In today's segment, what I want to do is go over. This is in regards to the difference between climate alarmism and climate change. Because understand that language is very, very important, which is why they've hijacked it. When they say climate change, what they're really talking about is climate alarmism because anybody, a three-year-old knows that the climate changes, winter, spring, and summer, and fall. Like, they can tell that things change. So, so of course, the climate is changing. Climate always changes. But when they say it, they're talking about climate alarmism, and they're trying to use it as a justification to essentially destroy the human race. (laughs) It's the only way I can look at it. Because they're, they're they want to make moves that don't make any sense. And then they use things like, well, you know, 97% of, of scientists consensus is this and that and that and this. And they completely gloss over the fact that there's been multiple predictions that have never come true. I mean, their track record isn't very strong. And so I want to go over, this is a ladder with Crowder episode. Um, if you don't follow him, I recommend it, um, He may not be for everyone, but I like the fact that he always gives you his references. Always. 100% of the time, he will tell you all references can be found on LadderCrowder.com, and they're always there so that you can look for yourself. And so I'm more apt to trust someone or believe in their integrity and their sincerity if they're asking even you to go over the data that they've gone over because you may come to a different conclusion. When somebody tells me, oh, just believe me. And uh, nah, nah, I'm not going to just believe you. And I'm definitely not going to just believe you. If your track record sucks, <laughs> if you have a track record of being wrong, why would I, but nobody would do that in their right mind. Nobody would go, okay, if this person has been wrong nine times, but I'm going to believe them this 10th time, I'm sure they're going to be right. That doesn't make any sense. Right? And so then there's no incentive for somebody to actually be right because you're going to follow them regardless. And that's what we see happening now. But he did this in November of 2021, and I just want to go over. He he goes over like these 50 predict- predictions that that fell short. And then I'm going to show you one little last thing off of NASA's global um, it's their their global climate change website. Just a just a last little tidbit. But let's just jump in this. We're going to go over really really quick. And like I said, you can go to lauderycrowder.com and you can look up this episode. It's still there. This was a, a very, very good episode. Actually, I liked it a lot. But here we go. Failed climate predictions. And I will leave this link in the description section where I can. But let's go over some of these. We're not going to go over all of them. But first of all, just like look, look at how many there are. Look at all these bullet points. Look at this. Why are you still believing these people? Why? They're not right. Look at all of these. So let's go over some of them. I don't know. Maybe we'll go over all of them. Let's see here. So prediction: the U.S. is about to reach peak oil. Source: He gives sources here. You know CNN and Gizmodo and whatnot. The truth: in 2018, the United States actually became a net exporter of oil. Source: Washington uh, Street Journal. Updated prediction: we will reach peak oil in 2040. Source: S&P Global so even after that do you see the pattern so 2018 that prediction fell short so now they now they move the goalpost. post once again why would you keep believing people who are wrong they were wrong we're gonna i mean like really really wrong <laughs> so whatever computer models that they're using whoever whatever whoever the scientists are that they're listening to these these people need to be fired or that that computer model you need to work on that algorithm or something because it was way off. And so, oh, no, no, um, we meant 2040. <laughs> Let's continue prediction in 1967. A dire famine was forecasted to hit by 1975. Sources were the U.N., the U.N. of all places. Truth. They predict dire famines every year. 2015, they predicted it, 2016, 2017, 2020, etc. Sources, U.N., WAPO, Atlantic, Evening Standard. So do you see, like, this is why I like, this is why I like Steven. He, he gives you all the sources so you can pull in that string yourself. He's not asking you to just believe him. He's asking you to do pretty much what I do, and he wants you to turn on the light. He wants you to protect your mind with truth. He wants you to research yourself. He wants you to stop believing in people who obviously don't care about you. They don't even think you're intelligent enough to, to vet the information that they're giving you. They just expect you to fall in the line. And someone who doesn't believe you, you're intelligent doesn't respect you. If they don't respect you, they can't love you. That's the way that works. Okay, let's move on a little bit more. Let's, 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 let's check this out. Truth, the deadliest famine in history was in China from 1959 to 1961 and had nothing to do with climate change. No, it didn't. Had nothing to do with climate change. Had to do with communism. And they want to bring that here. Then there will be famine. Updated prediction, also predicted in 2021. Overlaid the UN. So they predicted another famine in 2021. How many times do these people have to be wrong before you go, you know what, I'm just going to stop listening to you. Because you don't know what you're talking about. Right? 2015, 16, 17, 2020, and now 2021, right? And then we're in 2022 and we, we all know that there wasn't a famine, right? Or if there was, where was it? Global famine, right? Not, not pockets that, you know, if there are world countries that are already going through issues. Prediction, in 1969, population biologist, Dr. Earl Erlrich said in 20 years, everyone would disappear in a cloud of blue steam. Truth. As far as we know, this did not happen. <laughs> Updated prediction. This one's pretty tough to find a comparable prediction, but a report produced ahead of the Glasgow Summit claims 10 million people will die by 2030. Prediction. In 1970, a California newspaper, Redlands Daily, predicted there would be food rationing in 1964 and water rationing in 1980. There's a clip of the paper. Truth. In 1980, there was enough food for the modern diet system to be put in place, and the first national nutrition guidelines were issued. This has come from the USDA. Updated prediction. By 2035, 60% of our meat will be lab-grown. Sourceweather.com. That's going to be sick. I, I actually think that, that our meat's not going to be lab-grown. They just want us off of meat, which is just very, very weird to me. Like It's like this... This minority of people just decided, like, we know, we know how, how the rest of the population should be living, and we should be in charge, and, and we know what's best for them. Like, last time, last, last time I checked, I was a grown man. I, I don't need a mommy and daddy over me telling me what I need to eat and what I don't need to eat, what I need to protect myself, what I don't need to protect myself, where I should live, where I shouldn't live, who I should vote for, what I should believe in. I don't need that. I'm a grown man. In 1970, they claimed there would be an ice age by 2000, by the year 2000. Contrary to what people tell you today, this was not an outlier. This was the widely accepted science and reporting of the day. Sources, YouTube, WAPO, White House, Guardian, and Time. Truth, no ice age in 2000. It was the 14th warmest year on record. These people are consistently wrong. Not just wrong, like really, really wrong. Like they weren't even like partly right. And you keep listening to them with this climate alarmism. They, they've had us in this perpetual state of alarmism for a very, very long time. And they're never right. Well, I won't say never. Maybe they are a little bit right here or there. Maybe. I just, I just haven't seen it. Updated prediction. A mini ice age could hit earth by 2030. So they're still at it. They're still trying to say, well, okay, did you see how the, the goalpost? he just keeps moving? This is what they do like in cults when they say, "Okay, well, you know, uh, August 1st of 2020, the you know, we're going to get picked up by aliens and taken taken to a promised land. And then August 5th comes around and go, oh, well, you know what? We we just got a new message. It's actually going to be next year. (laughs) And everybody goes, "Okay, good. I was worried. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. In 1970, Life magazine claimed people would have to wear gas masks for pollution by 1985. Truth, not unless you're in Beijing, and even so, people wear surgical masks. Updated prediction, COVID masks will cause record levels of waste in the oceans. This is coming from World Economic Forum, that, that last prediction. In 1989, it was claimed that rising sea levels would drown countries by t- by the year 2000. And there's a clip of the paper. Truth, have any companies drowned? Have any countries, excuse me, have any countries fallen to the ocean? No. So they were completely wrong. And they said... By the year 2000, so we're 22 years past their prediction. 22 years. Once again, why are you listening to these people? I, I They're wrong, and then even the solutions that they want to implement are going to cause way more harm, way more tragedy, way more death. And they try to make you believe that 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 the ends will justify the means because they'll end up saving more lives. But they're projected, but they're wrong. That's what I'm saying. They're wrong, though. (laughs) Updated prediction. Florida will be drowned by by 2060. That's coming from The Guardian. In 1988, Bob Reese predicted lower Manhattan would be underwater by 2018. Truth. Yes, but not for reasons they thought. New York Post. Updated prediction. NYC will be underwater by 2050. (laughs) Moving that goalpost. In 1988, officials claimed that the Maldives would be underwater in the next 30 years. Truth, 30 years later, a record 1.48 million tourists visited the the Maldives. So they were wrong. Updated prediction, the Maldives could disappear by the end of the century. Of course, let's move the goalposts. Do you see the pattern? In 2000, children won't know what snow is by 2020. Okay, now we're in 2022, right? Truth, do your children know what snow is? (laughs) Updated prediction. In 2040, the U.K. won't have snow anymore. Moving at to the post Prediction. In, 20, in 2004, a Pentagon report warned the U.K. climate would be, like, sub, would be like Siberia by 2020. This is coming from the Pentagon. Truth. In 2020, the U.K.'s climate included record-breaking rainfall, record dry and sunny periods, and a summer heat wave. Updated prediction. Ten areas of the U.K. could be underwater by 2050 because of rising sea levels. It's like, it's, it's like, it's almost like a nervous tick. Like they can't stop it or, or they're just mentally disturbed, right? Like they just, like, like they suffer from, from a compulsive disorder. They can't help it. They, they make a prediction. It doesn't come true at all. And then they just move the prediction. Like I said, like, like, like my cult analogy. Oh, we'll be picked up next year. Okay. Oh, then next year it happens. Oh no, no, no. It'll be next year. Oh no, it'll be another three years all the while they have you living as if you're, as if you're going to be picked up. So all the while they have us living like, like their predictions are going to come true. And it's, and it's wreaking havoc. It's wreaking havoc. A really good example of this is how environmentalists have impeded proper forestry in California. And then we get forest fires and they blame that on climate change instead of mismanagement of forest. Do do, do you see the pattern? Environmentalists are there to, to try to help but they're causing more tragedy and it's obvious. We know what to do with forestry. We, we we haven't had fires of this magnitude before. So why don't you go back to doing what we were doing before? Well we can't, because they're getting impeded by environmentalists and, and these and, and, and climate activists. And then then you see Gavin Newsom standing in the middle of, of you know of some burnt forest and well, you know, how can you deny that climate change is real? Really? Because because you mismanaged the forest. Do you think that having like over 150 million dead trees maybe can contribute to it? Maybe is that climate change that that they're dead and we didn't get them out. Is that climate because the, the climate change like did it, did it shackle up all of all of your forestry personnel? It didn't allow them to go in there and get those. Or was that you? I'm going to do a couple more because you can see the pattern. You can look at this. There's there's way more. I'm just gonna do a couple more just just to drive it home. Prediction in 2009 Al Gore said there would be no more ice in the arctic by 2013 truth in 2013 arctic ice measured 2.25 million square miles compared to 2012 when it's 1.67 million square miles So not only was he wrong But it like almost doubled and then updated prediction arctic sea ice could be gone by 2035 I'm telling you. It's like they just have they have a compulsive disorder and the question would be why why would they go through all this? By the time Al Gore made his prediction, he knew of, of, of all the previous predictions and that they were wrong. What is the benefit of having this approach? And understand, the only way that, that, that this would happen is if they completely abandon the scientific method. And so that's why I wanna to get to this next thing when they talk about consensus. So this is coming from NASA Global Climate Change. This is a great source of, of information. And I, I keep this uh, this link on hand, but what I want to address is this whole consensus thing, because to me it seems like, with all of these predictions, over the last you know 50 years, really what you have is a breakaway from the scientific method, because the scientific method would have weeded out these these predictions or the holes in the predictions, because the scientific method is all about interjecting doubt, and you keep interjecting doubt and making changes until. You can't doubt it anymore. And so these people obviously didn't have anybody doubting them or they wouldn't allow those voices to be heard. Otherwise, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be wrong so consistently. Like really, really wrong. You don't say that you know, the, the ice is going to be here and then it's double in the year that you said it was going to be gone, <laughs> right? So there's something wrong there. And I think it has to do... With this, they, they, they've they broken away from the scientific method and they keep, they keep harping on this consensus. So that's why this is very important because NASA actually addresses this. You can see here at the bottom, it says scientific consensus. And then it has all of this data here. It has all of these organizations, right? So you're like, wow, look at all these people, look at all these people, look at all these people. But then they put this disclaimer here and there's an asterisk next to it. And this is what it comes down to. Check this out. Technically, a consensus is a general agreement of opinion, but the scientific method steers us away from this to an objective framework. In science, facts or observations are explained by a hypothesis, a statement of a possible explanation for some natural phenomenon, which can then be tested and retested until it is refuted or disproved. As scientists gather more observations, they will build off one explanation and add details to complete the picture. Eventually, a group of hypotheses might be integrated and generalized into a scientific theory, a scientifically acceptable general principle or body of principles offered to explain phenomena. So at the, at the bottom of all the scientific consensus, NASA themselves put that a consensus is just opinion, and the, and the scientific method steers us away from this to an objective framework. So the scientific method steers us away from opinion. So every time they say consensus, understand that the scientific method steers away from opinion. It's not about opinion. It doesn't matter if you have 100% of people have the same opinion. That does not make it fact. So every time they say this, it's just a play on language to make you believe that, oh, well, if a majority is, they're they're conflating consensus with fact. If a majority believes this, then, then, yeah, then there must be some truth to it. No, that's a part of them part of the manipulation. It doesn't make it true. It just means that the majority of people are either stupid or the majority of people haven't been challenged. They haven't had their their hypotheses challenged. And they don't want it to be challenged because if you actually went with the scientific method, you would find that there are voices that are just as qualified, if not more, that have contradictory hypotheses and evidence. And they don't want to have that conversation because Really, it's about climate alarmism and utilizing it to keep you afraid, just like we did, they did with the pandemic, because a frightened populace is easier to control, easier to manipulate, and will give up their freedom for the perception of safety. Not actual safety, but just perceived safety. They know this, its it's in the socialist communist playbook. Literally, it's in the playbook. So what I'm asking you to do is don't fall for the consensus. You need to demand the scientific method. You need to demand the data. And don't allow their, their alarmism to frighten you. Because if, if their goal is to frighten you, then they don't respect you. They definitely don't respect your individual mind because they, they need you frightened. Because as long as you're frightened, you're not going to be able to critically think. And if you can critically think, you'll see that what they're trying to sell you is utter bupkis. Right? They want that light off. I'm over here trying to help you to do what? Turn that light back on. Like click.